Welcome back. Tall and Thick is in the hizzing. In the house. What up, boys? We're back. Hey, this has been a great month so far. There's been a lot going on. Yeah, big year. Big year. 2020. The biggest thing is what you guys are about to listen to today. Yeah, I uh, I hope you have Advil ready and a, somewhere to sit because this is going to blow your freaking mind. Uh, we dive deep. We have Nick Hinton, who I wouldn't say is a conspiracy theorist. I say he's more of a truther, and I, he has some wild ideas. I, I, Jack is freaking out. He's about to... Get, uh, what do you call those people? A prepper? Yeah. Doomsday yeah. prepper? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm going to be a doomsday prepper. Yeah, I, I think the wedding's over. He's putting all that money towards a trailer and a tent. I'm moving out into the Smoky Mountains. Oh, oh wait. Hey. I'm not supposed to tell people where I'm moving. Yeah. Oh, wink. Wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. wink. Uh, I'm in the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even hear that. Yeah, it's on the DL. We have a backup plan. Yeah. Um, on plans on plans. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy our first guest. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, he, he's awesome. Um, but, yeah, listen, guys, it's going to be good. Time Cube Simulation, which you're about to hear a lot more. Check it out and get ready. All right, guys, uh, we're bringing in our first guest in Tall and Thick. Yeah, yeah, no, we're exciting. Uh, excited about this. It is uh, Nick Hinton. Um, he has a... Wild theory on very intriguing theory, I, I would say. Um, how are you doing, Nick? Doing pretty good. How about you guys? Uh, doing well, doing well. Just yep. having a nice little Saturday here, uh, enjoying the weather. Um, but yeah, um, you kind of want to give us a little uh, synopsis or, or a summary overview. Of- yeah, so uh, basically I heard you on, a, I think it was a tinfoil hat, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I, your idea blew me out of the water and I'm always kind of down on this like red pill thing right now, probably since this whole Epstein kind of went down. It seems like everything is kind of unraveling as we go and when people call us crazy and now it's like the truth is out there and Mm -hmm. it seems like we're getting more and more answers as we go. Um, but I, the simulation theory and all this stuff is mind blowing to me. Like I've kind of just keep rewatching the matrix and i'm like is this a documentary or a movie uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, I like my friends call me crazy but meanwhile i feel like i'm like neo in the matrix the way i see all this stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, uh, right and jack over here like said he's like dude i just saw all these tweets uh, from this kid i'm like oh dude i heard him on a podcast he's great and i'm like we got to get him on and jack is like not, not really big into the whole conspiracy thing but he's been kind of freaked out you kind of have him uh tripped up a little bit with all this stuff yeah very mind-blowing <laughs> um yeah so uh i guess uh, if you want to go or actually um before we get into it um how did you kind of come up with all this stuff oh man it, it's been a long process it's been like 10 years since i've been just researching you know a lot of different subjects like philosophy um you know conspiracies and and just like fringe stuff. I don't know. I've just always been really interested in, I guess science is where I started off. Like I used to be a very atheistic person and I was like, Oh, the Bible's a fairy tale and everything is just, you know, the way that it seems. And I didn't really believe in an afterlife for like anything like that. But I think, um, well, so, okay. So there's this guy, one of the founding fathers of quantum physics and what he says is kind of how I feel. He's like the first 
sip of the glass of science will make you an atheist, but at the bottom of the glass is God. And that, that's kind of what happened to me. You know, the more you seek, you know, the more things just start to piece themselves together. And so, yeah, I used to just read Stephen Hawking books and stuff like that. And, you know, now somehow I'm all the way reading these weird mystical books. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of got into this whole con- – well, I've always been like – I kind of started as a, like a libertarian. Like I've been involved with politics for a while. I worked for like campaigns and I got burnt out from politics and I've seen the kind of ugly side and the good side. And um, I basically – like I always question everything. Like everyone like always supported like these big mass government programs when I was in D.C. And I'm like the people back like in the – regular back at home they don't want these mass surveillance programs these endless wars and all this bullshit and i just kind of kept digging and digging and i kept questioning um i know like the alex jones joe rogan podcast from last year which was like a huge thing like when they were like fact checking him and like showing all the stuff they were doing in asia with like mutilating like um cows and like pigs together or something weird uh i was like this shit is like checking out and and then I got down like the 9-11 path, JFK, uh, the <laughs> like all this stuff. It's like it, it's all one big storyline the way I see it. And it's hard to tell what the truth is and what isn't anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's – I also kind of think it's good to get away from conspiracy sometimes. I think um, you know, conspiracies are kind of like – you know, if you don't know you're walking in darkness, you'll, you'll never seek the light. So I think, you know, conspiracies are good for a while. But once you have the gist of like, oh, yeah, our world is fucked, then that gives you the new doorway to start finding out, you know, the solution to the problem, which I think is like spirituality and finding God and stuff like, like that. So that's what I'm more focused on nowadays, because like you said you can get very burnt out by this kind of stuff, by all the dark stuff. Definitely. So, that's 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 how I got into the whole spiritual aspect of all this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, on that I agree. Too. That Alex, Oh, sorry. What was that? Uh, I, no, I was, was going to say, I agree with you that the Alex Jones interview is mind-blowing. Like, he, he opened up a lot of, uh, you know, he answered a lot of questions for people. But sorry for cutting you off. Oh, no, you're good, man. Yeah, um, I mean, the thing that's crazy is that, like, about Alex Jones and all this stuff is, like, he's been talking about Epstein for, like, decades. And it's, like, no one takes him, like, yeah. serious on the mainstream. And it's, like, how many, like, kids and women could have been saved from this, like, monster of a person? And everyone, like, that... Um, ABC video got leaked and it's crazy. Like they cover up the story to protect the queen and the royal family. And it's like, it's like, what is this? Like, it, like that's what makes me think like, is this a simulation? Is this like some dark art stuff? And that's kind of what brings me more into the spiritual side too. It's like all this like devil worshiping and all this like satanic stuff. It's like, is this makes me want to believe more in religion. And if there's like a, if that's like the answer to beating this in a way. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, if the devil's real, we already know how to, how to beat the devil. But I mean, I'm not like super duper Christian. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm kind of like a, I look at myself as kind of like a Gnostic, not agnostic, but like the Gnostics. Um, they were an ancient religion that believed that reality, the material reality was just, yeah, you listen to the Tinfoil Hat podcast. So you probably know what I'm talking about, that the material reality is an illusion and it's kind of like a prison for the soul. And Jesus was basically just those guys that figured out how to completely overcome and transcend the prison reality, the illusion. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. That's some dark stuff, but yeah, it's crazy. Like the more you 
deep, like the more you dig into this, it's like, what the hell? You know, it's like everything you were taught, like could be completely false. Right. Yeah. Like, like, so I guess let's, uh, let's get into your theory. Cause I feel like we're going to, we have a lot of like simulation and kind of questions like that. Um, if we can, uh, break down with that and, uh, start from there. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I mean, this theory is so crazy and so big and long, but I mean, I'll try and condense it. I'll try and condense it the best I can. But basically a few years ago, maybe like seven at this point, I discovered that there was a giant hexagon on top of Saturn. And, you know, I was just like, what the hell? I mean, why is no one talking about that? Why is that just like, you know, NASA's just like, yeah, that's a fact. There's a giant hexagon on top of Saturn, but we don't really think about that. And we don't even know why it is. And just the more you dig deep into Saturn's hexagon, you realize that it, this is where all of ancient religion symbols have came from. And then, you know, so a hexagon is also a two-dimensional view of a three-dimensional cube. And so you see all these black cubes everywhere, you know, like at Mecca, um, in the UN meditation room at the, uh, 9-11 memorial. Um, you know, there's one in Australia. I think it's in Sydney. Isn't uh, there, um, a pre- I'm sorry. Isn't there like a president like memorial in like DC or something with that too? Like, doesn't one of the, is that, am I off on that? I don't, I could be. I thought there was like some I kind have, of, Oh no. Oh, is I've, it the Atlanta bomb? I have no idea. There's, there's so many. There's, uh, I think there's like where the Atlanta bombing was, like the Olympics. I think there's some kind of symbolism. Like, do you, like, I'm kind of very curious about the Saturnism stuff. And like, do you know, like, what does, does that like represent like this dark arts kind of material that we're seeing and worshiping? Like, it, yeah, it's very confusing I believe the me. black cube itself represents Saturn as well as the, the material reality. I mean, Plato even when he assigned a element to each um, of his platonic cube was earth. He thought the earth, the element earth was made up of the cubes. And um, I don't know, <laughs> just like look at any simulation, just look at any simulation movie. It's always about like these cubes. I think the cube represents the simulation. Wow. Jack's like freaking out over here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm, what is like, I don't understand. What is this cube? Um, it's, you ever see like, well, it was like, 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 I know what a cube looks like, but like, I feel like you guys are saying it more of a pro as a pronoun. Well, isn't like the best picture of it. Like, didn't like Trump have like that UN meeting or some kind of like global meeting over in like Saudi Arabia or Europe or something where like they were all like hovering over like some kind of sphere. No, that, that was a sphere. Yeah. Uh, they were hovering. They were like all touching this weird sphere. I, I don't know what that was about. I have to probably read about that more because that was weird. But the cube is basically this ancient religious symbol. It's, you know, uh, these this, this certain sect of Jews, they wear a black cube on their head when they go to the Wailing Wall. Um, the Muslims, they travel to a giant black cube when, uh, you know, they do their spiritual journey. I forget what it's called. Um, there's a black cube uh, outside of the Rockefeller building in New York. There's, there's black cubes everywhere. And so... What I was getting at is that shit. if you draw some lines on the inside of a hexagon, which is on top of Saturn, factually, you can get a two-dimensional view of a three-dimensional cube. Okay. And so the reason that this all ties together is because Saturn in ancient times was the god of time. He was Kronos. And so that leads us to the Tesseract, which is the time cube, which has been a huge, huge theme in a lot of movies lately. Like you watch the Avengers, they have this cube that's called the time cube, the Tesseract. You know, 
Oh, Interstellar, yeah, they go Holy inside. shit. Yeah. Yeah, and Interstellar, they go inside that giant cube, uh, the Tesseract, uh, which is he gets there from going through a wormhole that's near Saturn. Dude, and, uh, holy shit. And, and you think yeah. about it, Disney owns the Avengers, right? And Disney's probably mm-hmm. one of these companies where it, they basically run majority of the world at this point. They, I mean, they own ABC. It's like, kind of like brainwashing. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. something interesting about Disney World itself is that, um, don't quote me on this because I'm not. I haven't researched it that much yet, but I'm pretty sure that Disney World itself is like its own city that doesn't apply to the Constitution or something really weird like that. You'd have to look into that. Damn. Well, are you talking, wait, you're talking about Disney World, like Florida, right? Or yeah, I'm pretty sure the one in Florida. Because I'm pretty sure they acquired their land for like the CIA too or some shit. Yeah, they did. They did. And for very, very cheap. Jesus, dude. Huh. Huh. Oh, so the, are you saying it's almost like the, how like the Vatican is in Italy? Kind of, but not nearly as powerful. It's not like Disney's making decisions for the world. But basically, I feel like the reason they did that is so they can do whatever they want, like experiment on people. Like maybe – I mean there's kids that go missing there all the time. And you know, they have these weird surveillance programs going on there. Like it's that. kind of like a test for the New World Order. Oh, shit, dude. And I actually saw that there was like – uh, an excursion package. I think this was on the Disney cruise and you could swim to Epstein's Island. Like there was like a set up bar there. What? What? Yeah. I saw that. What? 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 Like, the, like they had like the Disney cruise. There was an excursion. Yeah. I, I saw an article on it, but I and you could swim to little St. James. Yeah. It was like a swim. It was like popping the little St. James for like a couple of drinks. Oh, like a diving. That's like really a scuba. Yeah. Or a snorkeling kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Snorkel, pedophile Island. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a good <laughs> sounds like a kind of bad time. <laughs> oh, actually, did you just see that Epstein's Island just got sold? Oh yeah, was that today? Yesterday? Uh, middle uh, a Saudi Arabia businessman. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I guess let's uh, keep diving down this theory, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Keep going down the rabbit hole. Okay. I guess. <laughs> so, so Saturn also is the sixth planet from the sun. Saturn Day is the sixth day of the week. Uh, um. And there's a six-sided shape on its going full. And then also Cube has six faces. So we have 666, Mark of the Beast, you know, Satan. Saturn is Satan. Holy shit, dude. Okay. It's, okay. <laughs> Wait, so is this, this comes from Greek term, like Greek – like isn't all the space stuff Greek in a way? Yeah, I mean this is all coming from a lot of different, a lot of different stuff. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. So 666. Okay, so you got 666, Saturn, a hexagon, the cube. All right. Now, how does this... And so Saturn is Kronos, the god of time, correct? Yeah. And so Kronos, um, he heard a prophecy, you know, according to the myth, he heard a prophecy that one day one of his children would usurp him as king. So, you know, he gets all pissed off and he's like, well, I'm just going to eat all my children. And so... Basically, what I think that is, is that symbolic of, you know, how time works, you know, the cycle of time, you know, it births things and it consumes them, it births things and consumes them. But, you know, eventually his wife tricks him and feeds him a rock. And then he, so he doesn't actually eat one of his children like there's and it ends up being Zeus and Zeus grows up and then, you know, fucking kills him. But, you know, oh, that probably hasn't happened yet. I, th- <laughs> yeah, I think that's a prophecy to come. I think that represents something along, you know, maybe like. The Christ consciousness, like us ascending and getting past this simulation. But um, yeah, so if Saturn is Kronos, is Satan, is time, um, 
a weird thing that I've noticed is that they say, oh, time is money, money is time. What rules the world? Well, they say in the Bible, they say Satan rules the world, but we know that money rules the world. And so, you know, you exchange your time for money. And if, um, let me backtrack for a second. In the Bible, it also says that we die because we're born into sin, right? Yeah. Now, if you press the little sin button on your calculator, what do you get? You get a sine wave. And the sine wave is the time wave. So you have sin, sine, and time all connected. And if, you know, they say time is money, money is time. If you turn a sine wave on its side, it looks like the dollar sign. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, my God. And it also looks like, also looks like a serpent. What? Oh, yeah, because snake represents what the devil in a way? Like yeah. a symbol? Damn, dude. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. So like in a way, like even though like we enjoy – like we might enjoy our job and we make good money and there's probably a lot of benefits to wealth and working. But there's also – it's almost like we're using our time and energy to almost satisfy this kind of deep state kind of – like the top people like that run the world in a way. And is that like, well, that's kind of what I'm getting out of this. Uh, yeah, kind of. I don't think these people, not all of them are totally aware of what's going on. I think they serve a higher power, which is the, the false God of the matrix, which is Saturn or Satan. And, you know, like I said, I don't think they all know exactly what's going on, but basically they're just, some of these people, when they quote unquote, sell their soul, they literally just agree to, you know, kind of facilitate some sort of energy extraction for the matrix. Like the matrix needs negative emotion to keep going. I see. Which would be like the media in a way. Like kind Yeah, of like- the media or just like, or rituals, you know, all this weird stuff. But like anything bad that happens, anytime there's negative energy, even if you're just getting upset about something, the matrix can extract negative energy from you, from your emotions. So that's why I believe, you know, in the Bible it also says like be in the world but not of the world like it's okay to have a job it's okay to have wealth it's okay to do whatever you want just don't be an evil piece of shit and don't like give the matrix what it wants like just feel neutral towards things things don't go your way don't get pissed off just understand that it's kind of fake and so you just go with the flow wow cool man this is crazy okay so this kind of it's rude right um well i see this like this is all in our face you know like it's yeah like i kind of like i almost feel like these people at the top and these whatever, um, they almost like to leave like these like cookie crumbs and these clues just to kind of be like, Hey, it's out there, you know, like, but everyone's so kind of caught up in this like fake reality that they don't even, most majority of the people don't even pick it up. Right. Well, I think they honestly have to put the, the symbols right in our face because I've talked to people that are really familiar with how magic works. And I guess there is, you know, there's natural laws of the universe, and in order for these people to not get a shit ton of bad karma, they have to put the truth in your face. They have to tell you what they're doing. It's it's our fault that we're not listening. Wow. That's yeah. A- um, damn it. Yeah, that, this is some wild stuff. So uh, I kind of wanted to break down more with you, like the whole 2012 world ending theory. Um, and you kind of talked about like how like Chick-fil-A was spelled different and the Ellis Island. Oh, that was, like, that was like the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect. Um, how does yeah. that kind of take place into this? Yeah. Well, I think I, I'm not sure whether I believe that theory 100 percent or not. You know, it's kind of just a fun, you know, like mind experiment or just like kind of playing with the imagination, thinking outside the box. But if if it were 
to fit into this framework, I believe within the simulation there are like infinite realities. I think there's infinite different timelines. And so if the world did end in 2012, I think we just shifted to a different timeline. But um, basically what happened in 2012 was, you know, they discovered the Higgs boson, which was also called the, called the God particle. And Stephen Hawking even said if they happened to find the God particle, you know, there's a possibility that it could cause, you know, some fluctuations in the Higgs field, which could cause the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay, which would mean the universe would just be destroyed instantly and we wouldn't even notice it. So there is a possibility that that happened and we just didn't even see it happen and we just switched over to a new timeline like instantly. Damn. So it's it's almost just like, like whatever you were dealing at that time, like you just flash into like almost like another dimension or like a parallel universe and like kind of like everything is just still normal. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like a perfect copy of the earth that we are just at, except, you know, there's very, very slight differences. Wow. You, you watch Rick and Morty? <laughs> yeah, I love Rick and Morty. Oh, uh, so cause, cause like basically what I'm getting out of it is like, isn't it like the end of like season one or two, like they kind of like die and they go to like another dimension and like yeah. take over the Rick and Morty there. Is that basically almost like what it is in some kind of yeah, way? Yeah, it's kind of what, yeah, it's kind of what it's like. Um, okay. So like this simulation, right? Mm-hmm. There has to be someone who created the simulation, Right. Right. Yeah, I believe that. I think that there was, you know, a source, which was God, and he had his original creation. Okay. And if you read the Gnostic scriptures, there's a bunch of different myths about how this actually happened. But basically, there was God and there was a perfect reality. But then, you know, something happened where... Someone ate an apple. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, according to the Gnostics, basically what happened is that God created... This other being, I, I think this is how it goes, that there's this being named Sophia, and she was, like, not the best at creating stuff, I guess. So she tried to create her own version of what God had created. She tried to create her own world. And within that world, there was another being, like her son, and her son was totally fucked up and evil, and then he became, like, out of this world, and he was, you know, he was like a flawed god. And so I think... Basically, the Gnostics, I don't know if that's how the myth actually goes, but basically what the Gnostics believe at the core is that there's a false god and a real god, and the false god is called the Demiurge, and the, Demi- and the Demiurge rules the false material reality, and then there's a spiritual world where there's the real god. Holy shit, dude. Okay. Wow. Uh, so, the, so there's no, like, physical being that created this simulation, right? Uh, no, I mean... That's not what I – I don't think there's like a dude that created a computer or anything like that. That's not what I think. Okay. I, I just – I'm completely – have no idea about anything. Like – yeah. So I almost feel like what I'm getting out of this is that like reality almost like really doesn't exist. I feel like it's almost like different simulations and like – I almost okay. feel like it's – we're more like trials to okay. like see like what works in society. So what it's like not scientific, like a, a scientific computer-made simulation. It's more of a – yeah, I think like maybe thinking more too yeah. much of like the actual like Matrix movie in a way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like there's some people or... that take that route and and they think that we're in an actual computer. And I can entertain that idea. I think it's possible. I mean, right now people are already talking about downloading our consciousness into computers, and who's to say that hasn't already happened yet? But that's just not the way I see it. 
Okay. I think it is possible that we'll one day download our consciousness into a computer and then we'll be in a real matrix. But I th- think this the simulation we're in right now is inside of an organic computer. That organic computer is our brain. Our brain literally is just taking electrical signals from your sensory organs and you know decoding it and interpreting it and turning it into the experience that you see in front of your eyes. Your eyes don't see outside of you. Your eyes don't see anything. It's your brain. Oh, ooh, damn. Well, well I kind of like want to. Uh, follow up with this quick question so like i don't i don't know much about 5g but i keep seeing red flags everywhere about that do you think that is like something similar have you have you heard about 5g yeah 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 oh yeah definitely i think 5g is a setup to the the new matrix like like i said if we don't already live in a matrix they're definitely trying to create one for us to live in can you think 5g is just can you just uh like elaborate what the 5g is it's kind of like a like a network right 5G is just the new system of Wi-Fi, and it's it's just way stronger, and it emits radiation, and it's just it's all kinds of fucked up. Like animals die near it, plant life dies near it. People have to wear hazmat suits when they go up and work on them. Like there's no reason for our planet to be covered in radiation. Yeah, I heard something like like I think they tried out in California, and like there was a group of like firefighters that got like really sick from it, and like I think it like, caused like depression. Yeah, 5G. From, yeah, they're they're setting up trials of it. Um, I think in a couple yeah, spots in the, air, the country. Oh, because when you were saying five G, I didn't really think you were talking about like my phone. Yeah, so the, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like the next level of technology that they want to push, but there's all these like hazards. 4K. Yeah, um, it's, okay. it sounds way too crazy to happen. I don't know. I don't know if it'll get passed in this country, but knowing our luck, it probably will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so they also have this stuff called smart dust which is like these little nanobots and people have already found them in water and like food and like the soil like these nanobots are real and so people think that in chemtrails is actually you know there's probably a shit ton of different chemicals and different things but they think one of the you know components of uh chemtrails is smart dust and so these smart dust things are capable of like having gps signals and you know there's a lot of stuff that goes on with those but basically what i think 5g is doing is it's basically setting up skynet and like imagine if we have wi-fi covering the entire earth and then all these nanobots floating around in the sky that are capable of also having wi-fi we're just covered in a net of wi-fi and, and imagine if they do create ai like what if the ai is in the sky oh shit dude you know what this all comes back to in my head it comes right away is operation paperclip man like i i think the nazis Why are that? Like, that's when the Nazis came over, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I kind of just feel like they've – we've brought, like, what, thousands of Nazi doctors over and, like, I kind of feel like there's got to be something behind that. Like, like, it's not like they, like, made, like, the atom bomb and just left. Like, they had to keep pushing. And they did NASA too. I mean, it's crazy. Well, yeah, the Nazis – yeah, the the Nazis basically started the CIA and NASA. Yeah. With – was it – George H.W. Bush or whatever, and his father was connected to the Nazi like rail uh, roads and stuff. They, they like funded it or whatever. Right. Yeah, I know there was a lot of weird connections with the Nazis and the Bushes, and uh, they also have connection to Lester Crowley. Well, oh, some people. Think. Who's that? I, I can't. Oh, sorry. Lester Crowley was like the biggest Satanist like ever. <laughs> oh, was, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jackpot. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy how all this, like, there's almost like a timeline in a way that connects to this, what I'm kind of getting mm-hmm. out of it. 
Um, damn, dude, that's wild. Um, is there anything else we can uh, go, uh, talk about real quick before we wrap up? Any other ideas or something we didn't cover? Um, yeah, I I would like to talk about the Fatem project, which is this kind of app that I'm working on with some friends of mine. Um, oh. It's really freaking cool. You guys have to try it. It's it basically uses a, a quantum random number generator to come up with truly random locations on a map, like on the GPS. And then you travel to that location. And what the theory is, is by going to quantumly random locations, you're actually escaping your like your predetermined path. Does that make sense to you? Like because everything in this universe is kind of deterministic. Like everything you, you do is based on a set of programs in your subconscious mind. Like you have habits that you aren't even aware of. And so it's almost impossible to do something that's not predictable, mathematically speaking. Like you can be broken down into very predictable, very predictable patterns. But if you're using quantum randomness to go somewhere, this place is somewhere you would have never went in a million years. And so when people are going to these places, they're experiencing really weird, meaningful coincidences. Holy shit, dude. I feel like that's like the Red Pill app. <laughs> like I yeah, dude. basically like I feel like you're almost like creating like you're like becoming like Morpheus of the Matrix and you're like you're gonna like, recruit <laughs> everyone <laughs> dude Jack can't even talk right yeah, now dude. he's freaked dude, out I'm just blown away what's this <laughs> app called again sorry <laughs> Fathom random well okay so it uses the Fatem bot that's the original thing that they came up with but the actual app is going to be called Randonautica and if you just go to my Twitter uh, the Randonauts is in my bio, so you can click their Twitter account and find it. And then if you go to reddit.com slash, you know, Randonauts, you'll find information there too. Also, we have a website, Randonauts.com. And then to use the bot, you just go to bot.randonauts.com. Damn, dude. That's freaking crazy, man. You should start like a YouTube or a podcast page, <laughs> man. You're freaking crushing it with information. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess you can't make Actually, YouTube. They take you off. <laughs> I actually do have a YouTube channel. I mean, I don't really use it, but the craziest thing about the YouTube channel is I, not to brag or anything, but I literally said my first video, I was like, all right, I'm starting a video blog. Um, it's just going to be me documenting my manifestation and my journey to become a famous philosopher. And, <laughs> and so that was, that was at the beginning of the summer. And I just did that off a whim. I was like, I'm going to prove to you guys that you know, thinking creates reality. I'm going to prove to you guys that your mind, you know, can create the circumstances you want. And I'm going to, you know, prove to you guys that all this stuff's real. Um, you know, a couple of months later, it's all starting to happen, which is really weird. So yeah, I'll have to get back onto the YouTube, but that was the whole point of it in the beginning was just to document the journey and show people that anything is possible. If you just like literally think about it and obsess over it and, you know, kind of pray about it. Yeah, man, that's crazy, dude. I definitely want you to get out there more and spread this information out. I think this is absolutely in, like yeah. mind blowing. I enjoy all the information that you you have been putting out. So um, more Thank of you. it would be uh, much appreciated. Yeah, look, look at <laughs> the tall and thick podcast is covering more than the mainstream media. Who'd have yeah. thought? <laughs> right. Um, but oh, yeah, sorry. But yeah, so um, on the twenty second, in like a few days. Um, the randonauts are actually doing a mass randonaut event where ever like you know thousands of people all across the world are going to go to quantum random locations for you know as long as they can and you know you don't have to do it all day but try and go to multiple locations and you know it's called the glitch in the matrix event because if we really are in a matrix and if there's an ai controlling our reality or whatever you know what if we all just start acting unpredictably like what could 
to happen can we cause a glitch you know Ooh. like reality's not going to expect what's about to happen at least in theory well be careful man <laughs> i'm a little nervous but <laughs> that, that sounds freaking awesome dude um i gotta ask this one stupid question real quick i just want to know do you think the earth is flat <laughs> no I, I dude honestly i don't know i mean i've never seen space i've never been up there but i really i want to believe it's round so bad and so honestly i just don't even think about it yeah, I, you know, it would ruin all my theory. It would ruin all my theories because what is the Saturn shit about? If the world. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that fake star in the sky. I, my thing is yeah. like people always ask me, and I'm like, I don't really care. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It, I almost I watched the flat Earth documentary on Netflix. All those people want to do is bang. I'm telling you, it's like a giant like group of like they're all like hooking up. They like I'm telling you, like they're all dating each other. It's like I think it's just a giant orgy. At this point, they're probably just probably gonna go to Epstein just, Island. Just crazy people. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too nuts for me. It's kind of, I think it's more like a cult in a way. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the craziest theory I've heard about the shape of the Earth is that it's not round, it's not flat, it's not anything. It's just a realm, which I kind of like that idea a lot because it t- kind of ties into simulation theory. And it's like, if everything is consciousness, what's the shape of a thought? Is there a shape of you know of your mind, like? So I kind of go with that. If like I can't decide if it's round or flat or whatever, I'm just like, well, it's just a realm. It's a dimension where experiences happen. And it can be any shape you want. I mean, if belief creates reality, maybe the collective decides. I don't. I really don't know. Damn man, yeah, it's. I think it is what it is. Like it doesn't like change anything about what I believe or think. You know. Yeah, you so, believe in objective truth. <laughs> yeah, I guess at the end of the day, it's just a shape, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, well, I guess we can wrap things up, man. You freaking slayed it on the podcast today. Uh, we'd love to have you as our first guest. Um, is there any uh, – you said you have a Twitter handle. You want me to get it out for you? Yeah, N-I-C-K-H-I-N-T-O-N-N. And then my Instagram is the same thing. I have a website, nickhinton33.com. And, yeah, I think that's it. I, mean, I have my YouTube channel. You can basically just find everything if you just go to my Instagram and my Twitter. Damn, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's sick. We we really do appreciate um, you, you coming on. Um, the information you've been giving us was great. I mean, you have anything else? No, man. Um, I guess that's a wrap, man. Uh, if there's anything else, uh, we'll keep in contact. Maybe we'll get you on again if you come up with any other news or get that glitch to work. <laughs> yeah, dude. We'll see what happens. The, the first time we tried to do it on the we tried to do it this month on the 11th, and the quantum number generator is in australia and it shut down because of the fires so we had to cancel it oh shit oh, oh dude actually we saw you post something about the fires too like oh yeah were you it? saying that they were trying to build like a train path or something i could be thinking of something else no i think that was yeah yeah no yeah you're right there's they're supposed to build, build like a hyperloop train in that exact area and that's where the fire started yeah the fires are everywhere but i think they grew out of control or they let them grow out of control i don't know well i don't know yeah. 200 people got arrested for arson at least, and yeah, no one so even people, talks about people it. People were calling me crazy. They're like, "No, let's start those on purpose." And then they actually, it's a fact that they work. So, yeah, and they're trying to do the same thing in California too. Isn't there like a rumor like they want to connect a train that goes all the way from California all the way up to like Alaska or something? Yeah, yeah. There, there was. I don't know if it's to Alaska or what, but there's a train system that was supposed to be built where all those fires ha- happened. Like I think last year, or maybe two years ago. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's the thing. Everything just keep. Everything's connected, man. That's what makes it feel like a simulation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it really does.
Damn. Well, I guess we can edit on some wildfires, and uh, we really appreciate you coming on, dude. This was freaking awesome. We really enjoyed this. Yeah, dude. It was an honor being the first guest. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Good luck with everything. We'll see you. Thank you. See you. A different realm, reality, or yeah. whatever may be it. Tall and thick is searching for the answers. We're the ones putting the freaking news out in the world while everyone else on the freaking cable boxes is sending out the same old bullshit. So shout out to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to get some real news, tall and thick. Yeah. Well, let's go. All right. Hook them. That's it, baby. Hook them, boys. See you next week.